0: Welcome to become I am so excited that you're here I'm Courtney Koenig a multi international human design manifestation and somatic coach really I'm a healer at the very core, we're taking this healing journey together where you can create alignment because an in your alignment is your phenomenon. That is the beauty of what you're here to do because only you can do it. So oftentimes we have blind spots for ourselves and we don't recognize the amazing gifts that we have and the great things that we're doing. And I'm here um, showing you exactly how you can show up for yourself even more. And the more that you show up for you, the more that you're going to show up for your business, the more that your business and your career is going to be a source of peace and joy. And that's what we want, right? You have received this calling to step into this position that you're at, into this career that you're at, into the business that you're developing and you have, into this leader and we're going to back up that calling with tools that are going to help you to have peace. So, taking you out of self sabotage, taking you out of burnout, taking you out of overwhelm, never feeling like you're doing enough um, on this roller coaster of emotions that comes with being an entrepreneur and having a career, and two, feeling so tired that um your business is and your career is running you instead of you running it and being in charge so managing stresses pivots changes all the things that happen while also um being a woman who has a a family or who has friends who wants to show up for those relationships um, as a whole human being. So the whole picture. So this is a healing journey. And as we step into um, all these topics that we address each week, um, I'm just so grateful to have you. Please um, leave a review, subscribe. I love having you in the world. And then always drop um, drop a message to me. Love hearing from you. All right. Thanks so much for being a part of Become. Welcome to Become, I'm Courtney Tonig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, of your career, and really of your life, to embrace peace, how you live peace the best, your way, doing things that work for you instead of trying to do things. That looks like it works for other people and it should work for you, but it doesn't so it's all about personal development that's really personal it's mindset work that really works it's based on the gifts that you were born with, and human design gives you a roadmap of those gifts, and I am Courtney and Koenig and I have this very special guest today, Morgan. I am so excited to have Morgan on today. She, um, we connected on Instagram and I always connect with people that I feel this energetic exchange just from their profile. I'm like, yes, they're a pro, on their profile. She reached out to me. We had a chat and it was so amazing. Her energy is so beautiful. What she does is so impactful to the world that you guys need to hear from her and you need to get connected with her. So
1: Morgan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me, Courtney. I'm so excited to talk with you some more today. It's so great. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself to um, the audience and so they can get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Uh, So, hey, everybody, I'm Morgan Mott Singer, and I... Oh man, where to even start? I was a stay at home mom for eight years before I dipped my toe into the entrepreneurship pond and absolutely fell in love with all the the business things. I started with a decorating business, which snowballed into a big renovation interior design business, which included a retail store and doing whole home renovations, the drapes, the rugs, the bathrooms, the kitchens, all of that. And then I stopped all of it. (laughs) I stopped all of it to go back to school to study psychology and neuroscience and philosophy. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered is that the, the way that I had my expectations and my beliefs about myself completely blown open was through the vehicle of entrepreneurship. So I love What I love so much about what I did, I loved being in that industry anyway, because I really believe in the power of our home environments to impact our emotional well being and connectedness with our loved ones. But also, that when we are consistently faced with opportunities to learn how to do things that we have never done before, that we are, we bump up against challenges where we have to try and fail and try and fail and try and fail. That is when we have so much. Personal growth that happens and that translates into every other area of our life, even just outside of our businesses. So, in a very, very tiny nutshell, that's who I am. And I'm so happy to be with you today talking about human design. Human design has been such a lovely tool for me to have this like permission slip to just be exactly who I am.
0: Yes, yes, that permission to be exactly who you are. And to show up as that, it's like, we're trying to, but it gives us this roadmap and guide, like, here you go. You can do this, you know? And I often think too, my human design has um, gifted me confidence. Like when Mm -hmm. I go to do something, I'm like, oh, there's a part of my brain that's like, well, I'm not sure you're (laughs) going to really do well at that. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, wait a second. My human design is telling me this. I am good at this. And so, yes, I am this gift. I not only have this gift, but I am this gift. It embodies me. So, um, Morgan, we're so excited to have you on today and so excited to hear your stories and, um, share the gifts that you were born with and how you operate best. But I would love to know, uh, what is a favorite show or book that you're into lately?
1: Oh my gosh. (sighs) Well, the, there's a show that came out not that long ago and it's my, my latest obsession. It's called shrinking and it is the, the story revolves around, um, a therapist and his, his colleagues in this office, this Mm therapist office. And it just explores the dynamics of him as he is dealing with the loss, the death of his wife his relationship with his teenage daughter, his relationship with his colleagues, and his relationship with his patients. And it is, it's so funny and it's so heartwarming. And it it talks about so many real to life things. So I, you know, because I am a psychology student, I also that definitely piques my interest. Um, but that, yeah, that definitely that show has been my I've already watched all the episodes and I am back rewatching them again. So that along with like Ted Lasso are are my, my (laughs) go-tos.
0: Oh, I'm totally with you. Uh, I love, yeah, I've watched, um, I'm going through shrinking and watching it is so Mm. fun. And I was like, Harrison Ford, what can he not do? You know, what? Oh my gosh, he's all over the place. Um, and has such a good message. And then Ted Lasso is just phenomenal with it's like one liners and Mm. it's, and you know, like the storyline is so good and it's so entertaining. It's just, So good. So I'm totally with you on that. Um, now you live on the Oregon coast, which in itself is a dreamland. I'm from Portland. I just think it's amazing. Um, but do you have a favorite place that you'd love to travel to?
1: Oh my goodness. A favorite place that I would love to travel to. I, I do love traveling so very much, not only because, of the, the history that you can get other places and the cultures that you get other places, but also because of the way that it ex- expands <clears throat> your perspective on what is possible. And it also kind of blows the lid off of what you, what you assume is normal. You know, you go, you go to other places and you see, oh my goodness, like these people live a completely different lifestyle than I do. And being able to adopt things that work for other people that you can integrate into your own life and, and find a meaningful way to live, even if it isn't, you know, how your immediate culture lives. That is what I love so much about traveling. My siblings and I last year traveled to Iceland and that was, that was a really amazing trip, uh, to go see all of that with them. I've got on my list like Japan, New Zealand, Thailand, Europe stint. So I've got, I've got my bucket list of places that I want to go.
0: That's amazing! Oh, my husband has always wanted to go to Iceland, and so I'll have to pick your brain about that because it seems like just a gorgeous place to go to, and such a neat culture and mm-hmm. and all the things. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, well, I'm excited to dive into your chart. I'm so excited to share more layers of your chart. So each chart and each person has a phenomenon, and as we embrace our powers. Um, things come to us more easily. The, the road opens up. It's like we can just go on this um, pathway in this journey that is ours and embrace it even more with um, peace and happiness and velocity and all the things. So, the first place we always start with is the design type. And you are a manifester. And so, a manifester is going to go from zero to a hundred miles an hour, they're mm. going to have these ebbs and flows of energy that are going to go up and down, up and down. And when you're on this up and you're going like zero to a hundred people are like, wait, what is she doing? What's going on? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what is going on? they almost feel like they're left in the dust, you know? Mm. Um, Cause all you can be going and initiating these things and following these urges and these inklings within you. Um, and you're already on the path and people are trying to keep up. So um, how have you seen you were, you were laughing you're, you're like, oh my gosh. So tell me about that. What was, um, as I went through that, what experience have you had with that?
1: Oh man. The, so when I, when I started to get really excited about entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. um, I had, I mean, really this, this is so, this is so true to how this works for me, where it was like, I had this idea one day about the decorating business. And the next thing, you know, I'm like doing, you know, creating a logo and a website and getting clients and all this stuff, you know, and then And then it was like, maybe we could do interior design. And then it was like off to the races with that. My husband and I joined our businesses and it was like, you know, it's, it's almost like I hit those peaks of energy and then there's like a slowdown and sink into it. And then here comes the next one. Here comes the next Mm. idea. So then it was the store. And then I was doing some like business coaching for women entrepreneurs for a little while. And then I had this other idea about create, well, and I did do this is that I, uh, started a business with uh like a, like a food truck, but um, parked right next to the beach. And I sold bonfire supplies out of it and like gourmet s'more kits. And it was just, it was like the coolest little fun business. So it's, but what I have found is that I love the ideation and the bringing it to life. And it's exactly like you said, it's like rocket fuel at the beginning of that. When I'm just building it out, building it out, fleshing it out. And then these you know, these like valleys after that, where I'm just like waiting for the next idea to drop in.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's like these waves. It's like the waves of the ocean, really. There's like that high tide and that low tide. Do you feel like in those like valleys and low tide when, um, were you able to, um, because you do not have, um, tons and tons of energy just to go, go, go like generators or manifesting generators. And so we want to honor that. We want to really want to listen to our bodies. So, um, when you had those, um, ideas and it was explosive and expansive, were you able to create support around that so that those lows, um, you wouldn't kind of crash and burn, I guess is what I'm getting at.
1: That is a learned skill. That (laughs) is what I learned. And that is what (laughs) I'm still learning, uh, because part of. Part of how I'm wired is like, well, and some of my, the, the shadow work that I've done is Mm -hmm. this idea of, I can't count on anybody else. I have to do it myself. And if I want something done, I'm going to do it. And that has been a real, uh, sticker in my shoe, you know, or a thorn in my side of believing that I can do it all myself and that I should do it all myself And there is something really wonderful about that because I do get a lot done, but like you said, I burn out. And so it has been, as I've taken such a sharp right turn into a different kind of industry, I have slowed down quite a bit. I let the ideas come, but I I let them sit for a while before I just do something about them and also Mm -hmm. be pulling people in that can help support and do the, do the tasks that I, that somebody else can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do the tasks that they can do. And I think the key to this with manifestors is communicating is communicate like what are your ideas and where you're going towards so that you're bringing people with you on this journey instead of them feeling like they have to catch up because they will support you. And it's so neat when manifestors share um their ideas they share this initiation one of the things is they're they have this kind of thought like oh I could just do it all myself or I'm going to be slowed down in the sharing or or people aren't going to get it you know that type of thing I'll just do it myself um But the expansion is in the communication. So you are this initiator, this movement starter of this idea. You're the vision keeper of this idea. But as you share that with others, everybody else jumps on and then they support your idea. They support your vision going even further than you could even imagine. And so I guess there's that freedom in that communication because it builds support within your movement that you're going towards within the direction that you want to hit. and it's, um, helps you not to crash and burn and it helps you to keep those ideas alive and those visions in the future forward going forward with that.
1: So for manifestors that have like me, that have had Mm -hmm. ideas, 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 and, and there hasn't been support. Um what do you what do you recommend like I think my fear is that people are are going to have like emotional exhaustion from being like oh my gosh okay like she's on to the next thing now and why can't she ever just plant her feet somewhere and I used to have a lot of shame around that until I learned about my human design and was like, Oh, actually this is like my superpower, but what do you recommend for manifestors that are, uh, just finding that their support systems are maybe lacking or not as supportive as they would want?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. So I would start by embracing being a leader, start by embracing the identity that you are a leader And what a leader does is a leader um, leads people, right? And so you're supposed to be leading people, whether that's personally or professionally. And so as a leader, leaders don't just do everything themselves. They create support around it. They acknowledge like who can best do this certain thing or this certain thing. Um, They can acknowledge that sometimes there's not people in place. So what can I do? to better um, create a system personally or professionally that's gonna support this idea and then go about creating that system of support. So go about like, um, so we can take it on a simple level, like um, personally, you know, if um, when manifestors have these big ideas and they're running, 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 um, they can't do it all, nor should they, but personally they can be like, hey, um, I have a family I'm gonna need you guys to take over this. I don't care how it gets done. It's releasing that control of like, I don't care how it gets done because it's at least getting done. Um, But I know like the trash is being taken out by this certain person, you know, type of thing. Or this part of the house is being cleaned. On a professional level, it's like, you know what? Um, These tasks that are, can be done by someone else, should be done by someone else. Now, a lot of times when entrepreneurs are first starting, they're like, well, I can't pay a whole slew of team of people to do all the things. I'm going to have to do some things. And so look at what you can delete, diminish. um, And that is, can bring some things off of your plate because you have all this big vision and you're supposed to be in this vision keeper mode and some little tasks don't need to be done. You know, Hmm. They, they can be put on a to do in the future list, they can be put, um, on a, I'm just going to kick that out for now. You know, that type of thing. I don't have the pressure of actually doing that very thing right now. Um, I'm going to stay focused on what I do best, which is to lead, which is to carry out this vision. Um, but keeping it simple at the same time and not over complicating things, um, not wanting to um, take on these roles of people pleasing either for yourself or for others that can really kind of muck up some things as well, um, and can get in the way of doing that. So, um, so really like delegating, diminishing, deleting those three things, Hmm. um, looking at your support system personally and professionally, um, and, and not people pleasing. Hmm. Cause that can kind of do a mind game of in and of itself, you know, and people yeah. pleasing can lead to perfectionism as well and overthinking things and and can
1: kind of muck up the whole process. Hmm. I think what I hear in that too is like that <laughs> I don't need everyone in my support system to be able to feel the same way that I do about my vision. So I think that's where mm-hmm. I've gotten myself into trouble is like <laughs> I have like wanted other people to be as excited about this big thing that I have in mind as mm-hmm. I am and that is just that's impossible because if not only are they not me but they may not even be a manifester and so being able to have like a really clear vision in my mind of what I want to do um I don't have to have someone else like totally bought into that vision in order to support me in the ways that I need
0: yeah exactly like Exactly. Cause you keep that vision, you keep that direction going and, um, all the, their excitement or their lack of excitement doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, it's not their, It's not your part, you know, you communicate, you build support. Um, and it's like, what can you be in control of is you and your vision and knowing that, like, if you, follow that pathway things will be opened up towards you mm-hmm. and things will come to you that you need to so it's um it's yeah having that thought process and holding on to this is my vision i'm going to keep this and it doesn't really matter what other people think you know so um also as part of this too keeping this vision your signature which is a sign that you are living your design is peace. So, and I think that's so beautiful. And like, oh, manifestors is peace. And so this really shows that you are in this alignment that you are, um, playing big, speaking up, leading that you trust yourself. That's another key component is trusting yourself, um, that you trust yourself to play in life and business and to create And this peace comes within, and it's not based on external factors. It's really just an internal value that your soul is connecting with because you follow those inklings, those urges, those visions, um, because you're playing in this leadership role and not holding back, not people pleasing, not, um, being showing up differently because you think people will like that better or like Mm. diminishing your light because it's a pretty, pretty big light that you have as a manifestor. You're just like, here I am. Here's what we're going to do. That type of thing. So have you found like, um, in your, um, professional life, like this piece, this fountain of peace or these pockets of peace?
1: Yeah, definitely. They, you know, it's like a, it's a different energy. Like when I feel like an idea comes up and there's a real frantic energy attached to it, then i know that that's not it. you know, it's when an idea comes up and it's just this undercurrent of like yes is when when i'm like okay, that i'm going to lean into that one. the the people pleasing piece this just occurred to me that if my my indication that something is right and something that i should follow is that inner peace <laughs> what i have frequently done in the past is if it feels peaceful to other people. Then I'm like, now I know I'm on the right track. And that is not true because it may be very disruptive to other people and cause other stuff come up for them. But that's, that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to live in tune with what's actually happening in here, which, you know, like other people are going to have their stuff that they need to work on. And I just need to make sure that I'm living in alignment, even if it upsets other uh, upsets, other things in my life.
0: Yes, totally. Well, and it's worried of uh, being, not being worried about the ripple effect, you know? Mm. So when people throw in a rock and it creates these ripples, which is what a manifestor does, right? There's this cool pond right there. It's all like, um, and they throw in this rock and then the ripples go. Um, it's not worrying about the ripples. It's knowing that like, I, my job is to throw in that rock Because this is the direction that I need to head into and to be aligned and to feel at peace with myself is so vital. And what the, the cool thing about alignment and, you know, I feel like so oftentimes this word is overused, but Mm. this alignment really allows other people to win too, that are in our personal and professional lives. Like if we are living at our best and we are doing the very best that we can and being the best that we can, everybody else wins too. When you're aligned with that piece for you, your business expands, You, your podcast expands, the thing, your schooling flows more, your personal life gets into this peaceful flow feeling because you're doing what you need to and you bring that energy to every spot that you go to. And so um when you're in that peace, you're like, yes, this is how it's going. Those ideas, you're mm-hmm. like, yes, this is peace for me. Just know that everybody else is winning. And that can kind of help with the people pleasing part of it. It's like, oh yeah, you know what? Actually, this is a byproduct. Everyone else will win too.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. I, when I learned that my not self theme was anger, that, that actually was really helpful to me too, because there have been, you know, part of the, the personal evolution over the last several years has been to allow myself to feel the things that I had been taught were not okay to feel. And one of the things that I was taught, you know, directly and indirectly through my, my culture and my family, et cetera, was that, anger was not okay to mm. express and the message that i internalized was that also anger is not okay to feel mm. and when i realized that all of the all the feelings that come up are are just like little compasses to show me what direction i need to be moving in or what direction i need to be moving away from that all my feelings are just feedback it really empowered me to start feeling everything and allowing those feelings to direct me in a different way and so feeling feeling anger about something has been so helpful to me. It's like, it, it, it's quick too. Sometimes the, the undercurrent of peace as like, that's how I'm living in alignment. Sometimes when I feel the anger that is, you know, it gets my attention a lot faster of like, Mm -hmm. Oh no, absolutely. Like, don't go there. Don't do that because it's, it's stirring that up in me instead of the peaceful feelings.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up. The not self theme is, um, to is yours is anger for a manifester and to not be in judgment of that. You know, Mm. none of these things, um, like whether you're feeling peace or you're feeling anger comes from a place of judgment. It's just a toolkit that you get to now use and be like, you know what? Now I'm self-aware that I'm feeling peace. I, you know, I dropped this kind of people pleasing in this moment or I'm feeling angry. So what is off? What is it showing me that is off? What do I need to explore and resolve, um, in order to, um, get to a place where I'm in flow and in alignment and I'm feeling more peace within my life. So I think that's so beautiful, um, to feel those feelings and to use those as feedback, not in judgment. Um, Another part of your human design chart that is so important are gates. Now gates are um, layers of gifts that you were born with and the gates are always attached to an energy center and they're lines and they're halfway colored in from an energy center. Now you have, let's go back. Actually, you have a few energy centers defined. You have the throat defined the heart and the spleen now defined energy center means you always have those gifts all the time. So With throat, you always have the gift of communication and speaking. With the heart, you always have this gift of willpower. And with the spleen, you always have this gift of intuition. So it's really neat, like, as you go through your experiences to, like, retrain your brain, like, uh, my intuition is supposed to lead the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the willpower. I had this initiating idea, vision, vision urge to go to, my heart's going to help back me up with the willpower to do it, even though it could be like, wow, that's kind (laughs) of big. And then the throat is always about speaking. And so when you're communicating with others and you find yourself um, maybe holding back, um, that is a chance for you to say, hey, you know what? Speaking, communicating for me is how I best align with my gifts. And when I speak and allow things to roll off, um, magic happens. Hmm. So allowing yourself to roll in those moments. So one of your, um, gates is gate number one, and this is, I am a pioneer. So this gate is the gate of creating new things. You are creating new things in original ways. You're pioneering whatever you're creating. You look at new ways of doing things, you love to do things better. Um, you bring new things to the table. Um, and you love doing that, otherwise you get bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'd love to bring these new thoughts and ideas or, or um, directions, whatever it is, this newness to the table, these things that have never been done. So when you're talking about your like um, all the businesses that you've built, it is so it's just that you have this ability to bring new things to the table and to create new things. Um, and giving yourself, allowing yourself space and freedom to create. Um, we oftentimes think about business as more of a list of things to do, but it's actually a list of creations. So how have you seen that in your um professional life? is creating?
1: Yeah, i I saw it a lot with an interior design because it was, I was always looking for a way to do, the design work differently than what i had seen everywhere else mm-hmm. and so you know i did have to get kind of protective of my creative energy and make sure i wasn't allowing too much in that would muddle up my own vision about a space but i did find that to be a really satisfying part of of that business and um within within what i'm doing now what i'm enjoying so much is being in yeah, like being that pioneer, being in uncharted territories. And it's not necessarily for anybody else right now, but it's uncharted territories for me that, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in a math class now and I haven't been in a math class in decades. And, you know, w- observing myself feel so uncomfortable and unsure and, you know, a little bit stupid because math is not my forte, but I really have been enjoying so much just observing myself in these, new situations and knowing that what I'm building isn't just math skills. I'm, I'm continuing to build that muscle of resilience in new things. And so it's like every, every step of the way through the education that I'm receiving now and through my podcast, which we can talk about some more, but I absolutely love doing that is uh, it's just building up my ability to continue to pursue new things. And it's like
0: this um, discovery of these new things and these new Mm. ways of doing things. That's what I loved when you were telling me about your podcast and, um, you were telling me some more about it. I love the, uh, the angle that you're going at, the perspective Mm. that you're hitting is so beautiful. So I'd love like you to tell us about your podcast and, um, share with that because it is a new thing. It is, um, this pioneering conversations
1: that yeah that's a great way to put it so the podcast is called ps we expire which is really just like a funny way of of reminding all of us like at the end of a note like ps like none of us are getting out of here alive you know <laughs> by the way don't forget this life is so short and so the the idea is you know since since we don't know how long we have and to mm-hmm. have our the inevitability of our own mortality always before us, that that can be used as a catalyst for us to create really meaningful things in our lives, because like, I mean, none of us are getting out of here lives. So why are we fretting so much about what other people think of us or, you know, getting bogged down and worried about all of these like really temporary things. When, when, when we have our sights set on, if I was, at the end of my life, looking back, what would I say that I wish I had done differently and to not wait to do things differently, to not wait, to make changes in our lives that we know we need to make, to not wait, to live life to the fullest. And a lot of this work is inspired by my oldest daughter who passed away last year, the end of 2022. Um, she I had known for the majority of her life that her life expectancy was mid teens. And having this amazing person that I got to take care of, and this amazing reminder to me every single day about how life, how short life is, brought so much clarity and perspective to my life that I will continue to take with me for the rest of my life because I know that the connections that we make with the people that we love is the most important thing that we can commit our energy to. And so even in whatever work I end up doing, whatever this looks like, I really love the art of having the uncomfortable conversations because in those spaces is when not only you get to see somebody else in a new light, but that you get to show yourself to other people. And that it's in those hard conversations, those deep conversations, those meaningful conversations that we have true authentic connection with other people. And I think that's what so many of us are starved for is we know we're tired of like this, the superficial online relationships. We want to have really deep connections with other people. And that, that can happen when we, number one, know ourselves. And number two, when we're willing to show who that is to other people.
0: Yes. we're willing to show that and in that showing, like, um, I find that the loneliness dissipates. Mm. Like it feels like so oftentimes when we go through these traumatizing things, and I thank you so much for sharing about your daughter and, and being open to this journey, because that in itself is, um, is a hard topic to talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's lots of layers of feelings to that, but you are brave to speak that and it allows other people and yourself, I would assume to feel less lonely Mm -hmm. to know that there were surrounded by people who are connected with us, who have maybe gone through the same thing or feeling lonely in a different other way, but our human as human beings. We need connection. It's Mm -hmm. just as much as water and air and all the things we need connection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and um, I wanted to go over one more part of your chart that really spoke to me. And this is how you manifest more within your life. I love how, again, human design is so layered, there's so many different pieces to this. And how you um, manifest more is by being non specific. Now mm-hmm. it's interesting because we always talk about like, when we or not, some people talk about when they're manifesting, they're like, we can just be specific about this and this and this, you know, more details, the better. And that, it doesn't feel as good to you as being, um, just kind of pointing in the right direction. You're like, I want to mm-hmm. go over there. Um, the feelings behind it are really important. So, what feelings, um, when you think about the thing that you want to manifest or or you want to call into your life, what are the feelings that back that up? Um, and so the details aren't as important as the feelings behind it. And so when you're co-creating these manifestations, um, because it is a co-creative process, you know, and you're being pulled in that direction using your intuition, um, using all these things these gifts that you have um, allowing yourself to be open to the possibilities. Like um, for example, if someone was specific and they wanted a certain house, they'd be like, okay, I want the house to be white. I want it to be with red trim, all these things in the specific Mm. city, you know, even down to like the specific neighborhood, whereas you would come from a non-specific place and be like, I want a house in this general area And I just, I want it to feel this way. I want it to be this way. So it's not such a cookie um, cutter type of feeling. It's like your feelings really matter when you're manifesting this in how you feel about the thing um, and not getting so much um, bogged down by the specifics Mm. of it is really helpful. So
1: um, how does that feel? Oh my God. Like that feels like such a relief because I have... I think this is what it boils down to is that I have found myself so frustrated at not being able to figure out like what the details are and what like the next steps are, but only because I feel like I need to do that in order to communicate the vision to other people. So this, just this conversation is like, ah, like brought so much relief to just know I don't have to do that. And again, it's not about, it's not about bringing other people on board with that vision, but really just allowing myself to intuitively know the places where I need support and to put people in those support positions, but to continue to move forward with this. Like uh, it's funny. People will say like, well, what do you, you know, what do you want to do with your schooling? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like I, I literally don't know. I just know that this is the current that I'm supposed to be in right now. So I'm not totally sure what's downstream, you know, 500 feet or something further out of sight. I don't know. I'm really bad yeah. with distances. I'm like, is 500 feet. Like, can I see that from here? But it's <laughs> like, I know that there's more around the bends that I can't see yet. And I feel okay with that because it's like, finally, finally moving into a place where I feel like I'm moving with the flow instead of, you know, dipping in and out of it or swimming upstream or whatever. It's like, it feels very aligned right now. And that is like, Oh, it's such a relief that I, that that is part of my wiring that I don't know all the specifics about it.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's how you're wired. And so Mm -hmm. when people are forcing you to have specifics or you're forcing yourself to have specifics, it throws it off. And then it does feel like it's swimming upstream. It does not feel good. And it doesn't bring in that peace that you're looking for to have within your journey. So I feel um, more
1: closed off to possibility when I'm trying to be specific.
0: Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is we want to always be in this place where we're open to all the possibilities. Mm. And I love that human design even layers on like, how do we feel about all the possibilities? Yeah. Like, how do we open up and expand that view instead of um just being like, well, this, you know, manifestation coach told me to do it this way, so I gotta do it that way. <laughs> and that doesn't feel good, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, you know, that type mm. of thing. So so allowing that to drop off is just so beautiful. So Morgan, this has been a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for sharing the gifts of your soul, for your soul with us. Mm -hmm. How can everyone connect with you and how can they get into your world?
1: I highly recommend heading to my website. It's morganmotsinger.com. I'm also over on Instagram. It's morgan underscore Motsinger. And then I do a lot of YouTube videos and my podcast. PS, we expires on all the platforms and also always in video format. Um, on YouTube, so you can find me. Find me in all the places at Morgan Motzinger, and it's uh, M O T, and then Singer, like Hallelujah. I love that. <laughs> that is so great. Well, thank you again for being on the show today. It's been so magical to have you here, Courtney. Thank you for continuing to give people permission to be exactly who they are.
0: Thank you, and thank you, audience, for listening. Thank you for being a part of the show. Make sure you screenshot this put it in your stories, tag Morgan and I, and we'll shout you out as well. All right, embrace your phenomenon and embrace your power. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart And it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step, because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate, what are your gifts, but it's the next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode, screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review I love hearing from you and connecting with you check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together let's rise to thrive